How's everybody doing? I know, uh, was that, was that the Burgess? No, that was Harper. That was Harper, huh? You know, we like to just, uh, yeah, that sounds good right there, right? We know it does. That sounds nice. That does sound nice, huh? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Sean, and you just heard my good friend and the other half, the, the better half of Weekly Game Chat, John. You speak truth, Sean. You speak truth. <laughs> but uh, just a fun fact. Yeah. This is episode 257. It is. So I was right when I guessed before we hit record, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. So here we here we are, catching up. Um, trials and tribulations of a week. Oh, boy. Oh, of a day. Of a, of a day, <laughs> for reals. Uh, how's, uh, how's it been going, my friend? Not too bad. Um, just uh, just hanging in there. What is it? Day two hundred and thirty-eight thousand of quarantine, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it's it's definitely cray. It uh, it's one of those things where I ain't gonna lie. I was happy when when they're like, hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna ease some regulations and stay at home orders. And then my biggest fear is, oh my god, please please don't let like once they do that, like you know, bad things start occurring again. And there are, there are some States that, you know, I guess that lifted the restrictions. They are kind of showing that there may be an incline in, uh, Corona cases, but is that because people think that Corona is over? So they're not washing their hands as much or wearing masks, or is it because people are now mixing and mingling together or a little bit of both? I don't know. So John, like, what do you think? Well, Sean, I can tell you, <laughs> I think uh, I think it's possible that testing has ramped up. That's why the cases are high. But um, most importantly, none of this matters because I'm okay with going out and braving the elements. And I did that today. <laughs> you did. So, um, you know, we don't we don't ever have to tell you guys that what day we're recording, but we do because sometimes it provides stories or context as to what's going on for our days. Anyway, we're we're actually recording on Monday night this week, so we pray to God that when you hear this, nothing major happened Tuesday, uh, because Tuesday is a sweet baby girl Tenley's birthday, and it hit me today, and I was talking to John, I said, dude, is there any way we can record on Monday? John's like, yeah, no problem, that actually, I think, works for me, um, but he needed to run by Chris's to, to get a new, the microphone he normally would record on when we were at Chris's. And I was going to give him the little mixer that I had been previously using. Um, so he would be able to plug the mic in and use it. <laughs> so, so John, um, John, John gets to Chris's and we end up talking to each other in FaceTime. And I was asking him a question. I was actually dropping a deuce when I texted you about whether, oh, nice. w- whether or not you had the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the adapter. So I go, yeah. I, I, you said what? So I ended up FaceTiming you and I was like, Hey, do you have one of these things? And you're were like, you FaceTiming me on? No, no, no. I was already up. We were, we were, Darn. we were a clean boy. <laughs> um, and I go, do you have this thing? And you're like, Oh, and Chris is, I can see Chris through your car window. He's like, no. Nah. Um, so I was like, well, I got to find you one. And basically what it is, it's an adapter. So like the little, little part of a headphone can go into the, like a guitar, guitar, uh, a guitar jack. And, um, uh, Anyway, I found one, whatever. But John had to get to my house because he needed to come get the thing. 
So I proceed to try to give John directions. Because <laughs> you'd recently moved. I've recently moved and I start off with I said, all right, hey, John, do you remember how you got to my old house? And John was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I go, okay. I was like, I was excited. I'm like, oh, this is going to be easy. I was like, we, don't go that way. <laughs> <laughs> so I give him directions and it's, it's a local thing. So I won't splurge there, but I'm like, all right, you're going to go straight till you get to this place and you're going to take a, a right. So then you're going to look for this landmark and, and oh, by the way, John, across a, a power line is a shoe. <laughs> and I go, when you see the shoe, you're close. Um, and, and, and I used to think, I don't remember if it's always been there, but I kind of thought because I would just glance or, you know, when something's in your vision, but you don't look at it. I thought it was like a light or a pole or I don't know what I thought it was. I did not realize it was a shoe or a pair of shoes that have been slung over a wire like I live. I think it's I think it's just one shoe. I think it might be one shoe. But I say, John, look for the shoe, and then the right you need to make is shortly after that. <laughs> so some time passes. John pulls up. John pulls up. It calls me. He says, I'm here. And I walk out. And what were your first words to me, John? <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, something about that being a really nice shoe, or I've never seen a shoe like that before. Or um, it was to the effect of you would not have found my house if not for the nice shoe thing uh, or something well, along the yeah, lines. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but the, the the crazy thing is, for some for 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 some random reason, I, you know, Aiden, you know, he's he's cooped up in the house, and I said, hey, do you just want to get out of the house? You know, ride around with me. Had I had I not had Aiden, because I'm notoriously bad with directions. I just my brain shuts off when when you start giving me directions, um, when you use like actual highway names, but when you start saying, go a little bit, go a little ways past the shoe, that's where it gets really, really confusing for me. But Aiden is sitting over in the passenger side, just nodding his head going, Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh. I know where that shoe's at. You know? <laughs> I, I, but I, only, but only in Alabama are you going to hear directions that involve turning right <laughs> A little ways past a shoe, right? Just, uh, well, and then and you know the typical, which you are not this, but you know I grew up with them, and I, to a large degree, I was redneckish. Yeah, right, 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 you, know, you heard you heard directions like this all the time, like <laughs> you know that courthouse down the road a ways. Don't go that way. Oh my goodness! And then turn right at the tree. That tree, man, that reminds me of a story about that time. Well, I, you know, they just go on this tangent. And that's the kind of directions, ladies and gentlemen, yes. Sean was giving me. Today. Yes. It was um, beautiful. I gave him a, a stoplight, a restaurant, a shoe, <laughs> yeah. and a couple of rights. <laughs> yeah, you're like, my neighborhood doesn't have road signs. <laughs> and it, and it, it, it's weird because the county I live in is every road in this county is technically the county's name and a number. But they're right. not they're not in order. They're in order, I think, from when they were conceived. Like, I think County Road 1 is probably somewhere near County Road 2, but they're not, like, yeah. s- beside each other. Right. So, I have no idea what the right past the shoe is. I just know it's there. And then I don't know. I guess, technically, my my street is the turn that you come on because, remember, I'm straight down. Um, so, I, c- I guess I could have said that. I did need to ask you, did, did you put it in Google Maps or did you strictly go by the the red, 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 red neck directions. 
just strictly went by Aiden and the directions. And then, you know, I found the house because I saw your car out front. Ah, that's pretty so, dope. So he, so he, but he, he really we, did you know, listen. We didn't. Yeah, he did a good job. We didn't have to turn around or we didn't have, you know, it wasn't, nothing was like anything like that. He seemed to, he seems to speak Shawnee's. So that's good. He understands your language. Well, I guess, I guess that's, I went, I about freaked out. I went back all the way to the beginning of this recording because we, it may sound weird at one part because I did lose connection. Not, and this wasn't an internet or anything my hard drive kind of gave me a message but i went back before that to make sure i did not at the intro play both uh the intro music and the topic time music because that would have been hilarious later on just do it no i mean i mean we do what we want now that's obvious and we did once again (laughs) mention chris and it's because once again we had to go to his house for something um Mm -hmm. yeah but that's that's been going on um as I, for the sports folks out there, especially you people who follow German soccer, the Bundesliga started, John, and I, you probably didn't catch any of it, but it was so weird because they, they, they got to play, right? The teams got to play each other. Stadium's empty. Uh, there was Gore's Gold and Gore's Gold. This, oh. this, this is my first time <laughs> saying these words together. Goals were scored. And normally the team would, you know, you do a, the guy who scores maybe gets on, like he slides across his, the field on his knees and teammates jump on his back and they're doing crazy stuff. None of that. So they had to literally stay six feet away from each other on any time you scored. And then at the end of the game, they were going around and, and putting their feet out and, and kind of like dapping each other up with, with like feet instead of touching. Mm-hmm. And it's just so weird. It was cool to see real sports because I think, I mean, let's be honest, the world, whether you like a sport or not, everybody has a team they like in some sport somewhere for the most part. Um, I'm sure there's some people who could care less about sports, but in general, there's a, there's a big ache and a, and a, you know, you miss sports like, and it was cool to see that starting back up. I, I know, I know I miss sports. (laughs) Well, when does, well, when does spring training start? In the spring, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, <laughs> would it have technically pitchers and catchers and all that would have already technically been going on, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But I, they're talking, you know, they're talking about you know, all the traditional um, behaviors you would find on a baseball team: the spitting, you know, the throwing it around the horn at between each play slapping each other on the butt when they, you know, you know, make it safe at home or whatever. All that stuff this year in ma- in the major leagues is being done away with. You can't do any of that. You know, if you strike, I mean, there imagine <laughs> the 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 amount of times that they've changed out balls in a regular game. Imagine how much they're going to do it now. It's like every time somebody catches a ball it's, it's well, even that. Be, I mean, the pitcher All right, toss that one away, get a new one. I, I, when I played baseball, I was a catcher. Like that was my position, and dude, you touch the ball every time. So there's gonna have to be either some testing every every time a pitcher and a catcher are gonna be together in a game, I guess. Because dude, you're literally throwing the ball back and forth to the pitcher. He touches yeah. it, throws it to you. You catch it, you throw it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think about that till you said that. That's gonna be absolutely crazy. I, I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> 
And then college football, they're, they're still talking about some teams in some states aren't allowing the teams or, or really the cities are still kind of in a lockdown mode. But there are some there are some schools in the same or some teams in the same divisions that are like, well, we're good. They're literally considering starting the season and some of the teams just being left out. <laughs> this wow. is crazy. But uh, that's going to wrap up the sports section of this um, this shoot the shiz <laughs> little you know, intro. The sports, the sports section is uh, not as quality as it used to be. Well, because I know one. <laughs> you, let's be honest. When we would get to talking about football and stuff, you're just sitting there like, oh, I wish they shut up. Up, you know. Um, sometimes we'd get you going. You know, if it was about baseball or if you wanted to rag on me a little bit because Georgia was doing good or or whatevs. Um, I, I'm kind of sad. This kind of still stays in the sports vein. I, I haven't seen one episode of the last dance. Have you watched any of it? Do you know what no, that is? How do you, yeah, I do. It's the, it's the Jordan documentary, but, um, how do you access it? Is it on, is it just ESPN? It's the ESPN app after the last airing. Um, <clears throat> You're going to be able to stream it outside of the country on Netflix, but inside okay. the country, you're going to have to, you're going to have to actually go through the ESPN app or, okay. or something like that, which means that your cable provider has to be linked and you know, all that. Well, I think, I, well, I, because of, I, I, I think I might have access to it. Doesn't, uh, if you bundle, with uh, Disney Plus, don't you bundle ESPN and Hulu? Some people do. You probably do it that way. That might be how a lot of people are watching it. But I hear everybody's talking about it, and they hear it's great. Well, I'm so gonna listen. We don't promote, you know, illegal activities. No, of course. <laughs> but if there's a way that you're able to watch it, I would love to be able to watch it. Oh, I heard that. Well, I understand what you mean. You you picking up what I'm putting down? I think so. <laughs> and one of the, you know, it's interesting that since since this documentary hit, it's sort of it's sort of reestablishing the narrative, and you know, it's all just narrative. I, you know, I'm not, I, I can't, I can't say one way or the other, but it's it's reestablishing the narrative that Jordan is in fact the goat and not LeBron James. Are you getting that sense, particularly on social media, that people are going? You know, watch this documentary and you will clearly understand why Jordan was the greatest of all time. I am getting that narrative. And I wondered yeah. if it was, it was because I was already, I was already on team Jordan. Um, I, I don't, um, I don't know if I was already kind of, you know, established over there. I just, there was, there was something about watching Michael Jordan that I don't get watching LeBron James. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know how to put it into words. Completely different players, completely different play styles, but both, you know, completely could take different positions on the court. Yeah, they both can take over a game. They people, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to explain it. I just. I just feel that Michael Jordan was is the the greatest basketball player I've ever seen. Just right. it just is. There were clutch things that he was able to do. Um, just moments that I witnessed. I don't know how to explain it, you know, and I've never seen LeBron play in person. I was able to see Michael Jordan play in person, which was fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't seen LeBron do the kind of clutch things that I remember 
Now, granted, I'm 40 now. My memory could be slightly altered or jaded, <laughs> but I remember seeing him do do things that I just never felt like LeBron did. And people argue that Jordan had, you know, the greatest ensemble ever around him. Yeah. And then I'll say, well, LeBron had the ensemble he had in Miami. That when the Bulls made it to the finals, they won the finals. At, at, you know, once once the train started rolling. <laughs> And LeBron yeah. lost finals, so I'm, mm-hmm. that that'll probably stir up something. I'm, you know, it is what it is. But I gotta watch it. One of my favorite T-shirts ever, ever, was the. Uh, I wish friend. Well, not, I don't even think he's never been on the show, but uh, my friend Mike, not Ryan Leaf, another friend Mike that I have. We bought these T-shirts after they won. I think it was back to back. And they were, it was, it was like an animated t-shirt, but it was like a more cartoony and it showed the characters faces and they had their trophies and it was a bulls t-shirt basically. And I, I wish I still, I knew where that shirt was, but I will say this, it might be kind of stank if I still had it because I recently <laughs> threw away my high school senior t-shirt that, yes. that I used to at some point cut the sleeves off and would just wear to bed because it turned into like soft t-shirt stuff. Dude, recently I pull it, I, I, I pull it out <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the, the, the cotton is just no longer white. It's not because of me or because I've, I haven't worn it in probably years. It's just been sitting in a drawer and I was like, Oh no, it's time to throw it away. Mm-hmm. I think something spilled on it during the move, but anyway, let it go. I had to let, it, let it go. and it, it felt weird. I took a picture of it <laughs> to remember, you know, and see my name on the back of the shirt and everything. But, isn't that crazy? There were there was I'm getting better and better at being able to just like, you know, let it go. Yeah. Are you? Well, of course you are because oh, yeah. you told a story one time of how you went and gave away all your amazing retro Nintendo and video game stuff. Which it's helpful. Huh? It, it, she's and she's never forced it on me or anything, but she's it's helpful having a minimalist oh, yeah. wife. Yeah. Your wife. Well, you get to mm-hmm. you get to see how there's like a cl- a cleanliness to to being a minimalist. There's no clutter, but you still have the things you want. And I don't know. I, I think I'm slowly getting there. But anybody who knows me or been in my house, matter of fact, if you saw my room right now, it's a hot mess express. So, <laughs> well, what's the one? What's the one thing? What's number one on your list to get rid of? Like things that you need to get get rid of, whether it be clothes or my pops you know really yeah well just bring them on over here i got room <laughs> well i think you knew i was gonna say that and i don't <laughs> think i've commented you know on this on this podcast about how she put out a picture on discord if you want to follow weekly games chat on discord you know <laughs> you definitely should do that it's fantastic but anyway you've you've uh, amassed quite a collection now sir it's all right i mean it's, it's right. I, just, I just keep it's like you go down this rabbit hole, you know, at some point, you know, I saw these things a few years back and went, who loves these things? I don't get it. <laughs> and then I met this guy named Sean, who oh, I've known for a while, God. but you know, you, you were telling me about pops and I'm like, what's the, I don't, what's the appeal? And then they, and then they hook you with something that you, that you're nostalgic for just something. And you and I both have said, if, you know, if they ever do Nintendo, which they've done Pokemon, but if they ever do Nintendo, we're both filing for bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah, it's, if they do Nintendo, it's over. We're done. And if they, but it was, I guess if they do, I'm right. They have done World of Warcraft, and I was not in the loop when that happened. Yeah. And now those are 
outrageous. Not the not the new Warcraft movie, but the previous ones that Blizzard and and Funko got together on. I was able to to luckily buy a couple of. I bought a Deathwing and Arthas and. Well, it's not technically Arthas. It's, it's yeah. I don't want to get all super cringe on you guys, but there was one more. I have to pull them out. Never pull out and find out uh-huh. <laughs> find out which one it is. But yeah, it's, well, it's, it's, crazy. it's it's um. I think I've shown I think I've shown you this one. Um, I even have I even have the mascot for Diet Dr Pepper. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, and that's what I was gonna say about your collection, dude. It's you go look at it and it's not that it's like you said, you don't have, you probably what have 40 or 50 and that may be even overshooting it, but yeah, I think it's overshooting it. the content of what you have are very, they're very unique. You got the office stuff. Um, but then you got like the little quirky Dr. Pepper guy, which I've never seen in the wild. I've never seen in person. You yeah. Know? You have to, um, yeah, <laughs> I think the, I think it cost. bottle caps or in other words you have to you had to text diet dr pepper with images of barcodes or whatever to shut your face prove that you've done it and so i did that and it came back with a question with a with a text back going sorry these are these are more popular than we anticipated we'll text you back when we've have more in stock and so i'm at dinner a couple of weeks from now and she'd indicated at some point that she'd gotten me a pop or something that she's not going to tell me about. And then I started telling her about this. And then she said, huh, I actually texted in. I took some of your bottles of Diet Dr. Pepper out of the trash can and I texted it to this number. And so it's on its way. So <laughs> that's how that's how I got that one. So that one didn't cost anything except, you know, drinking a couple of bottles of, of soda. Dude, but, um, it, it, that's but, this is why we need to record like a video cast as as well, and hopefully yeah. we'll we'll possibly look into that for all you listeners right now, who, you listeners who are like Listen. nodding your head in agreement and saying yeah we like to see it because you know all the cool podcasts also have a video you can watch at the same time. <laughs> um, but my mouth is wide open because that's an amazing story. Like think about it. Yeah. Like how did you know, <laughs> I, I went I went through. I have a, I have so many pops on my wish list right now that aren't out yet. Like they're coming out with a brand new line for Back to the Future. They're coming out with a a new line for Karate Kid. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in serious trouble. Don't tell my wife. I'm not gonna tell your wife, but I will ask if you're ready to. We are twenty something minutes in twenty. If you're ready to um, not tell your wife about the streets of rage that we may have encountered, but that's completely up to you. If you're ready to do this. Um, well, I need to, I, I, we need to take a break and I need to take a couple hours to actually play it. Oh, uh, is that's, that okay. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Once we, <laughs> all right. Stopping the recording for terrific. John, let's tell the people what the topic this week is, if you will. This is this is all John's fault. John is the one who told me, and John is the one who will now tell us the topic of the week. Well, Sean, the topic is 
streets of rage oh you you, you peaked again it's hilarious because last week if you heard yourself if you listened you peaked and it was hilarious i'm just not gonna do it anymore because yeah no one likes no one likes peakage but we are covering streets of rage 4 today that's right uh game of the year it, it's <laughs> it's possibly one of the greatest games we've ever played <laughs> I don't know how how else to start the conversation off. Uh, we we hang up last week, and John and I are talking as we're closing things down. And I, we go, "What we're we going to talk about next week?" And uh, I had started playing uh, Sea of Thieves again. I think we talked about that, or I talked about it. John was like, "Well, we you know the game has changed. That'd be a great update." Um, he goes, "But you know what's out now?" And I was like, "What, John?" And John said, "Streets of Rage Four, bro." And, uh, and I said it. I said it exactly just like, like that. that. And then he follows up with, "You know, it's free to play right now on Xbox Games Pass." <laughs> and I went, "Shut your face!" Podcasting on a budget, <laughs> on a budget. Well, you know, in theory, we we are paying for the Xbox and and PC Games Passes that we both have. Um, right. you know, through other means or what have mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But I promptly go and download Streets of Rage 4, not knowing what I'm getting into, not remembering that Streets of Rage 3 was like a gajillion years ago, Golly. but it was, and and things happened. And you know what's <laughs> funny? This mic, I don't remember it doing it this much at Chris's house, but as I type, I'm going to try to limit my typing, but you can hear the clicks and you can hear the typing like crazy. I don't know why this mic picks up like it does now. And why is mom calling me? Oh, because she doesn't know it's podcast night. Because it's not pod, it's not podcast night. Yeah. Well, she you know it's Mon- it's Monday as we record. It's Wednesday as you hear it. But if you listen to the intro, which some of you might or some of you might not have, we told you that we were recording on Monday because of things. But yeah. So, John, this game we better come through because as of literally right now google users 97 percent like the game on steam it's rated 9 out of 10 facebook's giving it a 4.8 out of 5 and while our richard is going to come a little later we better bring <laughs> we better bring the business <laughs> but uh so sean i gotta say when it comes to streets of rage and beat-em-ups brawlers such as this and you know the type i i, I guess they're just action beat-em-ups like this um when it comes to Streets of Rage, you were you were on even during this era when this thing was in its heyday, you were on one side, one or the other's side of the fence, if you will. Whether you had a Super NES or a Sega Genesis, the the mirror image, the the competitive series of Streets of Rage was on the Super NES's final fight. Yeah. Um, so that's the one that's the one that I really played the most when it came to Streets of Rage. It's it's the kind of game I went over to my friend's house and, and, and would play um, like that. So I don't have as much experience with the series, um, but I do have experience. To brawlers like this all the way back to Double Dragon, the, that series there, the delightfully and I mean this, the, the delightfully bad game called bad dude um on the nes which is now thankfully on the nintendo switch if you have a nintendo um subscription online subscription um even all the way back to the super nes days when i was playing final fight and 
One of my favorite beat-em-up brawlers was Batman Returns on the Super NES. I think it was developed by Konami. But this uh, but this game um, really came around at a really fun time. You have to be nostalgic in order to really truly appreciate this type of game. It's well, got all the it's got all the it's got all the functionality, but just a little bit more polish. I I gotta say, I guess the nostalgia when it when if you're a person who experiences something that brings back a nostalgic vibe or memory or whatever it is, you know, you often find yourselves without even realizing it, you're 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 smiling from ear to ear and you're in, in a in a state of pure joy. And to be honest with you, as soon as I fired up the game and and began throwing punches and kicks and the music was going, instant nostalgia and 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 everything that I just mentioned, that's that's how I felt. Uh, I don't remember. I, I know Streets of Rage. I think I've played at least the first or second one, but I don't remember it to the extent of, you know, someone who this was their jam growing up, if that makes sense. But what the game is, it's, do you remember, like you even said it, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, 2, the, the arcade, arcade yeah. side, you know, side scrolling, you know, you go up and down on the screen, but you're going left to right. And at one point yes. when you go too far right, you can't go back left. Yeah. This is the kind of game that this is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it. what I love about it. And we joke that we, you know, right before the topic time music that we needed more hours to play it. John looked into it. And, you know, would you say, John, if you could you could technically beat it in four to six hours. Yeah, if that I mean, I could I, I can imagine some people can, who are really highly experienced with this type of game can breeze through it in less than two hours. And, and, um, and some of you are like, well, why would I want to waste my time? Well, one, we told you, you, you technically don't have to spend a penny on it if you have Xbox or PC Games Pass. Two, the game is not story-like heavy. Sure, there, there is a story. But if you, yeah. do, if you don't care about it or, or you just want to, you know, push buttons and kick and do specials and, you know, slam backs out and headbutt and knee people, then you're just going to have fun and go right through it. And I think yeah. that ties back into why it's not important that we we didn't beat the game. Um, we we put I think we pay uh, between both of us uh, probably would you say at least ten or twelve hours collectively into it. I, yeah, I think that's fair. And plus, you know, you, you, regarding that story, uh, you know, the story's a story, and back <laughs> and back then, stories were excuses for gameplay. Nobody, nobody playing these types of games back in the day cared about story because they were always the same. Your girl, your, your girlfriend gets kidnapped, or in Bad Dudes, you, you are these two <laughs> random guys who have to go save the president's daughter. It just, it's just the most lame brain stories that are only designed to get somebody to play a beat 'em up game. It's all about the gameplay. The story can the story could barely matter. Well, I mean, um, and the, I love, I love that they stuck to that tradition. Yes. Of, of just the heck with the story. Just, just hit the guy or punch the air. Like I do. <laughs> there was a point John and I are playing and uh, I think we're on one of the end stage bosses and John <laughs> comes down and like a, the, the most John Rambo B a, 
16 bit fighter of all time. John <laughs> destroys the air. I mean, the air did not stand a chance. My words, I think, were you texted them to me. Let me make sure they're appropriate for the for the show. They're not. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, <laughs> and he quoted. Uh, apparently, said you were beating the f out of that air, and that started. And the you know timing's everything. You know, you say something funny or not funny, or you don't even realize it'll be funny. But he had just destroyed the air by hitting his X Y X A combo, whatever he was doing. Well, see, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm less than two milli inches, <laughs> less than two inches in front of the boss, yes, yes. and I'm working, I'm working the punch, like you know, <laughs> I'm kicking and punching, and I'm not hitting a oh, thing. Had and you connected, Sean, dude? Had you Sean connected, just, dude, it would have been over. And then he lays one on me, and I'm dead. And Sean says, in this. <laughs> In this, I don't know. Maybe he was trying to make me feel better. He's like, John, you you punched the f out of that air. You, you, and you know, we'll, we'll you had to be there. It, it was Sean and I were in tears for the next five minutes. We were, I mean, I might have been drinking a little, but it didn't matter. Once it hit us, we were both done. And and that that is kind of a quirk I got about these kind of games. Um, you know, it. I love the game. And it's going to get a high mark from me as far as, you know, what it is. But it, yep. you, 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 you remember how games used to be where, yeah, you, you got to go up and down because you're, the enemy is, you know, just below you or just above you. And if you're not like kind of level with them, you're just going to be punching air and it just doesn't line up. It's, you, my friend. <laughs> it's, I don't know how to explain that, that mechanic, John, where they're, they're kind of coming at you diagonally, but it's in the old format to where, it's sometimes you just you are just punching and missing. However, I don't know they could hit you. It's it's a weird. It's that '90s callback fighting video game style that is if you've ever played those games. When as soon as you pick up Streets of Rage Four on the Xbox One or PC, um, or I guess yeah, and, PlayStation and Nintendo as well. Yeah, and these and these old school games. I mean, they were they were boxy and janky, and you know. They they were designed to make you rage quit. I mean, that's kind of where the rage quit phrase sort of originated. It you, you you're like you're like a fraction of an inch above the enemy, and you're swinging at him, and you're not hitting him. Yeah, designed for that type of the game is designed for that type of precision because it's so boxy and it's so you know. And aside from that, it's it's amazing how with this with this game, and you can tell that the developers had a huge passion for this type of game, but they brought along that, that boxy feeling with really, really smooth and responsive controls because, you know, back on the NES days when you're playing bad oh, yeah. and double dragon, yeah. some of the, sometimes those controls just weren't cooperating and you knew that it wasn't you. It was, it was the jankiness of the machine. Well, you also but didn't this, have a stick, has, you know, and, this, yeah. and you had literally just the up, down, left, right. I think having the stick helps a lot. Um, you it think? really does because it's all based on arcade type games. Yeah, for sure. I love the fact that not only can you, you know, when you are fighting, I love these old school games where like if a guy comes across you with like a, a pipe or a, a knife to gank you, if you hit him right that their knife falls out or their pipe falls down, then you mm-hmm. can now pick up said pipe and melee the crap out of somebody. I love that they, they still have that kind of stuff in it. You know what I mean? 
that that you're you're ba by yourself if you don't need that stuff but you know it has those things and i don't know it's it's super cool that you i mean we, we're playing on on i guess john said uh well first of all let's say that obviously we're talking about how we played together so that means this game has um not only you know your single player but you can play online and apparently you can play locally or you know like we do across across states so if you're into that that's kind of cool right um, thinking. Yeah, I think it's I think it's co-op for two, and I think um, cou- uh, like couch co-op for two, and then multiplayer. I think you can get an upwards of four. Yeah. So, that's. Pretty... I think it would be super fun with four people on screen. I do too. I thought I thought about us recently and and trying to get some user. I shouldn't not user um, listener interaction. Uh, I, I, you guys know I watch a lot of Twitch, and that's probably where if I play anything, it'll be streamed on. Probably won't really dab into like Mixer or or YouTube only because I'm just I'm partial to Twitch and I say all that because I can see in our future and you know once my PC I didn't even update my PC build John but <laughs> but once that gets updated I can see us maybe having a Twitch stream and if we have enough viewers we can we can do a thing where um, one thing that I really like is the the streamers who have a lot of people in their chat, they have this like marble game. So basically you, you say, you tell your party, Hey, if you want to play a game with me, do exclamation point play in chat right now, it automatically enters you. So then you see names pop up on these marbles. Well, the marbles have to go down this amazing track of death and the first marble to make it, boom, you get to play with us. So, you know, something if we, you know, once we get super famous on Twitch and we have thousands of, people who view us when we play that'll be how we do it but until then we'll figure out some kind of way for any guy anybody who wants to play with us you know we'll shoot you an invite or something maybe on on the games we play moving forward look we're gonna need people in our um sea of thieves you know mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna you, you can't have a you know a two-man crew you'll get worked you know and like john <laughs> just said for this game we can maybe play up to four how cool would it be uh do you think the 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 waves of enemies or the difficulty seems um, more, more, more harder <laughs> when when it's, you, when it's you and I. No, I, I felt like it I was easier when it was just me. I, well, I don't think that there's been more waves of enemies. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, but I think it's. It, I think I'm just so focused. <laughs> My opponent, what, what, buddy? <laughs> what did I say? So, it, if you guys, I don't know how this is going to turn out, but every once okay. in a while, we were talking in between, you know, getting the, the the topic time audio ready. That sometimes, for whatever reason, you may hear us. It may sound robotic, or it may sound like John's talking a thousand miles an hour. If you hear that, or if I do that. We apologize now, but I'm, you may find that once you hear it, I start giggling like a schoolboy, and it's because it sounds hilarious. Because John does oh. not—he does not—he does not talk that fast, but he I just if did. It's because I have too many apps up or something. I don't know, but you'll be talking, then you'll be like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's hilarious." Yeah. Didn't mean but to sidetrack you, but you know I'm squirrel. Regarding the difficulty, I don't think I don't think it ramps up based on. I think the difficulty comes in where I'm worried about my, my brain. Is it doing it again? <laughs> You're good. You're good. No, 
Oh, you're good. You're good. I think I think we just get to the point where we're worried about. <laughs> uh, is it every time? Oh my god! I don't know what's happening right now, but it's I'm I'm getting hot and it, I'm laughing and it's my fan is off. My old school computer's running. Um, it's hot because I apparently did not know how to run fans back in the day. It's amazing this thing still works. Nice. And every time you talk after it's like, cause you get a little silent and then it does it. And I don't, I don't know why it, it could, yeah. to be honest with you, it could be the way we're recording, obviously with our USB mixers, there could be a delay there. Um, is your, is your PC completely 3.0 USB or do you have some 2.0? I don't even remotely know. What that <laughs> <means>. <laughs> That, I don't know that I'm even curious about what that means. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's, I'm getting hot. That's fantastic. You could not have answered that any better. Like, do you understand that? Yeah. Like, like at all? Like it, that was real. So the difference, John, in USB 3.0. And 2.0. Um, the USB 2.0 standard offers a theoretical maximum signaling rate of 480 megabits per second, while USB 3.0 defines a maximum rate of 5 gigabits per second. Hmm. So you see, it's a lot faster. So I wonder I f- if I, I wonder if I plug this into the back if it would help, because it's plugged into the front port. Yeah, you generally don't want to put them in the front ports. I will say that the USB three, a lot on a lot of things, they're they're on. If you look at them, they look blue, whereas the uh, USB twos look like the classic black. Um, but you know, if you if you wanted to do that, we could do it after topic time, which is yeah. I mean, the game's not that long, so we're not going to go too long on topic time. But we definitely want to hit some points. Where were well, we? I, I- <laughs> We were uh, we were talking about difficulty when it comes to oh, adding yeah. more adding more players. Yeah, which I'll talk slow. It'd be so funny if it was still amazingly I, fast. I don't think <laughs> that more players affect that are affected by difficulty. I got you. I think uh, I think you're. I think when it comes to you playing by yourself, you're completely focused on what your character is doing. Um, and it's a little less chaotic to the eye. Sometimes I'll lose my guy on the screen. <laughs> it, it, I, I'll, I'll even start punching when, yes. when I'm not playing as Axel. I'll start pu- punching as if I'm Axel, and that's when I really ear punch. Yes, I, and look, I don't remember the other Streets of Rage, and you mentioned Axel. He looks older in this one, and I hope that it's because you know it is you, years later, and they're calling. You know, the story's based on some things that have happened way in the past, and now we're having to readdress some things in the future. And I hope, do you know if he looks older? Yeah, he looks older, but you know, he also looks grungier. Right. Um, but yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely older looking for sure. And you know, your other partner in the game and the original games is, um, I think it's Adam. Um, and, and you, one of the characters is his daughter in the game. Yeah, and bringing up characters is very cool because you start off with a core, but then as you as you play, you're going to see that you unlock additional characters that will help you on your way, 
which right. is which is something really cool i think you know what i mean oh yeah um, oh yeah i'm and plus you you unlock some you can even unlock some retro versions of characters oh yeah so, and you have one of those i noticed that when we were going to try to play yeah. before we recorded today and i'm a little jelly uh, yeah, in addition he, go ahead i'm sorry yeah he's he's it's i have i got retro axel but he's very different in combat oh is he um yeah like so one of the things about combat um is you have these special moves that you use that uh, deplete, if you will, your your life gauge, mm-hmm. and you're able to <clears throat> you're able to salvage that life gauge um, by punching and kicking more enemies. <laughs> really funny the way that phrase. Um, but let's say you let's like is if you use a special move, your life meter depletes. If you get hit immediately after that, your life meter stays down. But if you do a special move and your energy depletes, you can work it back up when you're hitting enemies as long as you don't get hit, if that makes sense. Yeah, so imagine, and I'll, I'll say exactly what it is. The, your, your bar of health is yellow. When you use your special, right. you see it turn green based on how much special you use. Now, right. when you stop using special and you, you're connecting hits on enemies, the yellow fills back up. However, if you're hit and there's any green showing that's how much health you lose it's it, it took it's, me um, it took me a while to figure that out john <laughs> it is it, it can be it can be frustrating but i like i like that it it's almost like it adds a little bit more difficulty to it and it makes everything a little bit more challenging which i think is uh, what I, I think is good but i don't remember if that was a original element to streets of rage i just don't it's been so long. yeah i don't, I don't either remember. but but the fact that it's almost like a throttle that they're like hey if you want to open it up that's on you it's there yeah but yeah you got to be you got to be able to handle the horsepower or you're gonna you know wreck yeah. and it 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 once you figure out that that's the thing you tend to say okay now i need to use my special because the situation's gotten a little hairy you know and i gotta i gotta get out of here and that leads into you also have in addition to specials, John. You got those star moves. That the first time we got that star on the ground, we mm-hmm. had no idea what it was. Yeah, <laughs> it just Tell said, "Hey, use that. use push these buttons to use star move," and we were just pushing the buttons way before we needed to use them. <laughs> but uh, we ended up learning to probably save those for situations again that are out of control, or when you get to an end, end stage boss and you need to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, possibly. Again, get yourself out of a, a world of hurt. So, for show, for show. Uh, what I, what else? Oh, the the thing that that also takes you back to the fact that it's, you know, a '90s style game is when you start. We're on normal mode, and you start with two lives, right? You go two, yeah. one, zero. So technically, you have three. Um, two, one, zero. Like I said, and and if you get to a point in that level, that stage where you die, that's it. Um, yeah. you got to start back over at the beginning, but the game does something really cool where it lets you, um, either say like use extra lives or get extra star moves, but that's going to cost you, you know, a, a reduced version of the score that you turned in. And at the end of each stage that you clear, you know, you get ranks kind of like the metal gear solids. And, you know, you've seen these games where it, as you get done with it, you get a rank and, mm-hmm. and there's obviously, you know, trophies and 
you know, good things that come up if you beat the game and, or as you get multiple, you know, top performers on each level or whatever. Um, John and I seem to, we can, we can hit an A. The highest is an S I think, but, um, we also can hit some D's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most, when I'm playing by myself, most of the time I'm hitting C and D most of the time. And it does. I ain't, uh, ain't going to lie. I ain't ashamed. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we were playing and we thought about doing the, uh, the, the easy mode route, but you know, again, this isn't the kind of game that we said in the intro where we needed to get, we needed to squeeze the story out. You know, we needed to know what it was offering and compare it to the gameplay and everything else that goes along with a lot of the ways we review games. But in this, it's more about that. It's a, it's an awesome beat em up. It pays amazing homage to the nineties style beat em ups. It picks up on a story. Um, and one thing that it's got that I love John and I, I was reading about this the other day. The soundtrack is available um, for it on a vinyl, and I am really into collecting really cool vinyls now. That would be cool. Uh, and where did it say it was a limited vinyl release? It was produced by Limited Run Games. I don't even know what that is. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also a CD tr- a soundtrack that was included in some physical releases. Um, and there's an additional remix for a 15 track soundtrack CD who ordered physical editions from that, um, limited run games. So, um, that's pretty cool. I, the soundtrack is, is dope. Even John. And I don't mean to say that like, you're not usually a fan of music. It's just that you don't talk about music as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Even you're like, yeah, man, this music's pretty cool. Cause it's got that vibe. You know, okay. when you see an arcade in the background, it says like arcade, like you remember it, like when arcades were cool, you know, and uh, it just the soundtrack fits the game so well. And of course, it's supposed to. That's why they make them the way they do. But it just really adds an extra element to the playing, which I really, really like. Um, and it does. Uh, you know, I mentioned that the arcades look like the 90s, but it also like John mentioned, too. You can you can go and not only get retro characters that are that 16 bit style. John stumbled across this, I mean, it's not really like an exploration area, but you could see an old arcade um, game kind of sitting off in a corner. And he went and he pushed a button, which he believes is B on an Xbox controller. <laughs> Can't be sure. And we were all of a sudden transformed into the the 16-bit world. And it reminded me of how Nintendo did it recently with Zelda, where you would, what was that Zelda that was on uh, 3DS? Come on, John. Help me out. John? I'm here. John. I'm thinking. Um, the one that was on 3DS where you would go into a 2D mode. Oh. Uh, gosh. Link Between Worlds? Yes. It. The way that that, just with the snap of a button, you were, that's how that felt. Like, as soon as he hit the button, we were like, whoop, there we were. We were 16-bit. And I think John even <laughs> said there's several arcade, you know, stations along the way. I bet you they tie together in like a little mini story, John. Yeah, maybe I've, I've spotted a few of them. I don't always spot. I don't know that they're in every level, but I've spotted a couple since, since you and I played the first night. What, um, what's your, what's your worst or your most hated character that you have to fight your worst enemy? The worst enemy. Yeah. Um, the one that gets on your nerves the most. The cop 
that throws <laughs> the uh, missiles. Yes. Um, and and you actually you actually have to fight her again. Shut your face. Uh, on the top of the train, um, and that one she throws grenades. Well, so um, you're picking a boss. I mean, just like you know the guys that oh the keep... enemy oh the, oh the regular enemies oh, yeah hands down. And uh, there's these there's these chicks and <laughs> these <laughs> girls in this level that uh, they do this air kick that you just can't. Def- that I haven't figured out how to defend against the air kick. Air um, kicks in general freaking, are devastating. Yeah, I'm, and your character has air kicks, but if you if you jump in the air and do an air kick and they and they jump up after you, they'll still get they you. They win. It's so yeah, they win one I, to zero every time. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's and this one character who also has an air kick has no shirt on, uh, and has his hands in his pockets. Oh yeah, and he kicks like three, three straight. Yeah, he's uh, like e, 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 e. <laughs> just gliding across the air. It's devastating, but that that's part of the fun is that it is a is a put uh button pushing beat 'em up updated but throwback version of arcade style games back in the day. Yeah. And, and, and all the awesome. enemy types, uh, every version, every every avatar of, the, of an enemy type is named the exact same thing. Whether it's Mike or Jonathan, <laughs> if there's three of them on the screen, they're all named Jonathan. Yeah, that is <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Oh, dude, I'm reading right now and didn't know it uh, that it also features a retro audio option. Did not know oh, nice. that. We gotta check that out. Yeah, we got to check that out. Had no idea it did that. I went and pulled up the Wikipedia while you were talking about it. Um, it released on the greatest day of the year, April 30th. Yes. So you're not too far removed if you did not know about this game or hear about it. Um, but again, thanks to John, I was instantly um, a downloader of the game and played it. Um, so... I'm happy I did, and I hope um, you guys are happy we did. Hey, Sh- Sean, um, it's important to note that there are 12 stages in this. Yeah, I was I was not <laughs> on stage 11. You just thought I'd just throw that out. What stage were you on, John? I uh, I got my butt kicked on level nine. That thing, nine! level level nine sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, um. John and I, from a co-op 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 perspective, I think got to six or seven. I went back and played, and I was trying to go through each level and try different characters. I think I got up to five or six myself. Uh, John was able to play a, a night or two and just go through all the way to nine. And there's twelve. Nine. There's twelve. Uh, and it's like I said, you the levels are structurally almost kind of the same. You start off the, the the characters that you fight are very easy. They kind of get a little harder. You learn a character can do this new thing that you got to learn how to adjust to. Uh, there's like a mini boss you fight, and then there's a the boss of the stage that you fight. Mm-hmm. After each one of those that you win, a small little classic, you know, 16-bit cutscene kind of happens, and that's all you need for the story. It's fantastic. Let's be honest. I'm just saying. It is. It really is. It really is nice. Yeah. So I see like some of these some of these franchises like Streets of Rage, Final Fight. I'd like to say, you know, I think this game has been successful commercially um, and and critically too. I, I'd like to see them kind of take a property like this and make it modern. You know, see yeah. what they could do with it. 
but um I I, I think what it is I've really enjoyed it I think before um we give our Richards I want to I want to quote Leo Fairman of the Sydney Morning Herald all right you ready for this oh good old good old Herman yeah he he said that quote the visual sounds and mechanics aren't as envelop pushing in 2020 as the originals were in the early 90s but the balance between embracing nostalgia and reformulating the brawler for the current decade is struck wonderfully. That's true. I feel like that's that's a fantastic way to... I like to, how he uh, phrased reformulating the brawler. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's definitely... I like that's that. dope, right? Fundamentally. Fundamentally. Rashawn, <laughs> um, is your Richard... Um, I, I, and yeah, I feel like, and I don't think it'll go higher or lower... I think this game is what it is. I think it's a solid, I'm going to say eight, but I feel like I need to have a point something behind it. Um, uh, I think I'm going to go eight, five for sure. Eight, five. Just, yeah, yeah I like it. Eight, five feels right. That just happened yeah. right now. Eight, five. I'm right there with you. Eight, five is, is, is just the right amount of um, Richard for me. <laughs> So. Uh, just right around me. <laughs> uh, I well, can dig that. So I, I think we don't say wrap it up now. I think we ask each other, are we ready for some news? And then after the news, we say, do you want to wrap it up? I think that's the way it works, Sean. Do you agree? I think so. All right. Well, that we're going to, um, we're going to get ready for some news. All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! That may be the greatest news we've done since we've been recording virtually. Like we were I did we were so in tune that I thought it was only me saying it. And I don't know if you felt that way too, but that was amazing. I can't <laughs> wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it, buddy. Oh, that sounded good, bro. That sounded good. <laughs> Valhalla! <laughs> nice. Uh, Assassin's Creed frame rate issues, much like our voice bit rate issues this week, um, yes. topped our news. John, um, this is an Assassin's Creed thing. I'd like you to start off the news and read it because, you know, you're Assassin's Creed boy. Hold on, I gotta pull up my news. Jesus, I'll just go first then. Sorry. It's okay. U- Ubisoft has revealed that Assassin's Creed Valhalla <laughs> will <laughs> will run at a minimum of 30 FPS, John, that means frames per second, Um, when it launches this fall for the Xbox Series X. No comment has been made regarding how it will run on the PlayStation 5. According to a statement released to IGN, Assassin's Creed Valhalla (laughs) will run at a minimum of 30 frames per second. On Assassin's Creed Valhalla! Yes, we it's are not com- getting old. <laughs> it never will. We are committed <laughs> to offer the best experience to our players by immersing them in the most beautiful worlds and environments we could create and leveraging leveraging not only the graphics enhancements offered by the next generating generating generation of consoles. Thank you. But also, <laughs> dude, the news team, you know, short notice, put it together. It's fine. Uh, back to the news, but also faster loading times and the new architectures. Microsoft has stated in the past that it was targeting 4K at 60 frames. This did cause some controversy in the remarks sections of the um, articles that this was posted on, John. I don't know if you were able to 
review some of those. No, I didn't. What did they say? Well, I'm glad you asked me on the spot, so now I have to scramble. <laughs> you had to go look at the comments. I just remember reading well, them um, as it was out there, and I was like, ooh, people are well, not happy. Yeah, well, I, I think people should keep in mind that when it comes to these types of games, um, graphics are, are more important than frame rate, in yes, my opinion, when I it agree. comes to these. Yeah, And they also say that it's going to be a minimum of 30 frames per second. It could very well, depending on what you're doing in a game, it could re- I'm, it's possible that it could reach up to 60. They just don't want to guarantee 60. Um, but you know, if, if people are, if people are particularly upset about this, I, I can't fault them for it because Xbox has been touting, um, the concept of, uh, a console that has 4k graphics, um, rendering at 60 frames per second. That's something people want. And I think, I think, I think Assassin's Creed, I think this game was the first out to get out the gate to say, yeah, but wait. But you know, Microsoft is only is only responsible for the content that they personally publish. You know, I don't know that they can hold people to that. Um, and if you know, if Ubisoft thinks that the best version of this game is over frame rate, which I agree with, then I think it's still going to be a great, a great, <laughs> great game. And thirty frames per second is is still okay. Well, and, that, and that's the thing. <laughs> Not every, <laughs> not everybody, not everybody runs a frame rate counter in their corner of their games. Like you watch, you know, when you watch computer build and people are running stress right. tests and and things like that. I wonder how many times without us knowing that our frames are at a certain level, and it's because a lot of things are stationary or that it's it's for the scene that you're looking at right then. It's gonna be fine. I mean, the game is gonna be graphically intense for a console um the the thing i think that really got them is that um it's kind of come out the gate when we thought we were going to see gameplay of it and we didn't right we come out yeah it's a pile on effect not pylon but pile on um this is what i get for growing up and living in georgia and alabama um but i'm if you're not excited for this game and you don't know that they're going to get it right and you don't know that these consoles are going to be pretty BA for consoles. Um, you know, like one of the comments was 30 FPS on next gen consoles is an embarrassment. Um, another person said what John said, it's about gameplay, pure and simple. Some games won't play the same in 30 FPS. Um, look at doom eternal, right? That's the example they give. There's no way that would be the same game in 30 FPS. Right. Well, one yeah, and one of the things about Assassin's Creed, particularly Origins and Odyssey, I, quite frankly, most of them that have been on current gen, they take a while to load. And uh, you t- you take you know you say unacceptable if it's not sixty frames. Well, what about two second load times? You know what about what about beautiful four K environments with virtually zero draw distance? I mean, that's yeah. just that's impressive in its own right. And I think people are missing the concept of minimum of 30 frames. Um, you know, and I'm no, I'm not sensitive to frame rate as, as much as other people. I got, I had resident evil three running at 140 frames per second on my PC Mm -hmm. and I'm going, huh? That's nice. I mean, it, like you say, but the, I don't. But I don't look at it the way other right. people do, where it's like, oh, I have to have this frame rate. Right. 
Um, as it's long like as it doesn't 60, F- riot, 60 FPS or riot. It's yeah. like, what? Play the game. See how it plays. I understand the comments about if this is what next gen is going to be. What's the point of going next gen? And I, I get it. But play the game. If it's playable and your experience is amazing and the load time is fantastic. And yeah, there may be some 30 FPS, FPS moments, but it's because you're looking at a freaking mountain or something, you know, like who knows what it is. Right. They, they and, want to get this right. They being the game developers and console makers of this next generation so bad. Yeah. You know, it's going to be fine. So is, um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Crap. <laughs> I don't know, but I need you to say it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I lost it. What are you doing? I, I watched my beautiful wife walk by and it zapped my brain. Oh, I don't know, dude. Were you doing a pivot for the next thing or were you, no. you were still staying on this thing? I was still staying on this thing. Oh, I was, yeah, I, I, I it would be hilarious if it ran at 60 frames per second on PS5. <laughs> like from, <laughs> like PlayStation which starts out with terrible PR and people wanted things and they gave us a, you know, like an extent, uh, what was that? What was that term they used for that press conference? They had given out the specs. It was like a, uh, a tech guys. Some, I forgot what I heard, but it was very boring to the normal person. And then they slowly are doing things like there's a, there's a, there's a reaction to their controller. Right. But it's a reaction. They're talking about it. And then they do that, uh, which we're going to talk about later, I'm sure, about the... Let me make sure. Oh, we didn't put it on here? Do we not What's put that? the The engine that that ran? Yeah, it's it's kind of um, a piece of the, the, third, the third item. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, okay. Yeah, so a thing happened and it was all... Yes, there it is, about that playstation i mean so what I, I say all that because what if they're doing a thing where they they realize they need to get their pr back in check you know and we got to see things that we're going to talk about in the news that you think playstation had a pretty decent week from the last time we spoke to you guys but yeah you would think <laughs> but you know since we have you know mentioned the word playstation maybe we should pivot to the next news article john well, speaking of PlayStation, The Last of Us is getting a video series. Dope. PlayStation has announced a new video series ahead of The Last of Us Part 2 release in June. The first episode is available to watch now with a little less than a month to go. The plans are to release an episode every Wednesday for the next three weeks, and the series will cover different elements to include story, gameplay, and more. Uh, quote, The Last of Us Part 2 is by far the largest and most ambitious game we've ever made, and there will be so much for you to dig into when it arrives. Dude, that's less than a month away. Um, the video. He said you cut out. It said June nineteenth. I think. Oh yeah, sorry. It's June nineteenth. Okay. Yeah. The videos will provide interview and commentary and many aspects of the game. Um, you know, it's it's possible that this was always planned, but it's it's probably the best thing that could have come out of the leaks and everything like that yeah having having these these episodes in place to sort of walk people through and maybe and hopefully provide you know without spoilers (laughs) um a little bit more context to what's going on in the design choices and in the motivations behind the developers and things like that so this can only be a positive for the for the developer 
Um, I'm definitely rooting for this game. I love the first game. Um, Listen, so I, I, I do. I do got to ask you. So, as the listeners hear our voices, it is May twentieth. When is the first video come out? Do you know? I think it. I think it actually came out last Wednesday. So I think. I think you're looking at your. I think you've got your first episode available, and it's available on YouTube. I, I guess I read that article wrong. It said they're going to release a new episode every Wednesday for the next three weeks. So I guess it's not running literally up to when the game releases on June nineteenth. Not literally, no. So <clears> as, <throat> as as we're looking at it. There was an episode on the 13th, today the 20th, and then next week the 27th. And then you only only have, what, a few, one, two, three weeks of time where before that Friday you can buy the game. But you can bet your bottom dollar the boys here at Weekly Games Chat are going to play that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, ha- yeah, we got to. We got, we got to. Now, you may, now, next week, you might not be ready for what we're going to play. <laughs> but, uh... We are. <laughs> Just saying. It's going to be great. It's going to be effing great. It's going to be solid. Is that a thing? Is that a hint? John? Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, your there boy. You go. Your boy. There um, you go. It's going to be unreal. You know, solid and epic. unreal. It's going to be epic. Solid, unreal, and epic. Describe this next news article, John. There you go. Epic Games has revealed um, on the, as far as PS5 and the SSD goes, that its next generation game engine, Unreal Engine 5. Um, let's see. Let me make sure I read that right. They revealed Unreal 5. I'll say it like that. And if you didn't watch that video, I did share it on our Twitter, which you can follow at Weekly Game Chat. Um, in order to show its power, the company showed off the aforementioned engine on Sony's PlayStation 5. Epic co-founder or founder, I'm sorry, and CEO Tim Sweeney commented on the PS5 SSD tech, giving it credit for making the machine such a powerhouse. He says, I think, first of all, Sony has massive, massive increase in graphics performance compared to previous generations. But, you know, I guess we get that every generation. However, Sony's made another breakthrough that in many ways is more fundamental which, which, ha- which is a multi-order magnitude increase in storage bandwidth and reduction in storage latency. The PS5 puts a vast amount of flash memory, flash memory, flash memory, flash memory, very, very close to the processor. So much that it fundamentally changes yeah. the trade-offs <laughs> that games can make and stream in. And that's absolutely critical to this kind of demo. The Unreal Five, uh, Unreal Engine Five demo looked great. However, depending on who you are, you were either impressed or not impressed. I was That's impressed. Weird. That's so weird. You were impressed. Yeah. I I felt like I was I was impressed. I just there was a lot of, um, like Jeff Keeley um, <laughs> posted something on Twitter talking about how great it looked, and he was kind of getting on Twitter for saying it. Like his thread was sort of like, dude, if this is what you think is great, then well, you know, he might've been getting slack on Twitter, but I will say that the slack I heard came from the PC community. Oh, um, I guess the master race. And they're like, um, first off, if it, if it looks that good and if it is that great on console, imagine when it makes its way, which it will to PCs, how great it's going to look. And you know, they're not wrong. 
Um, well, did you the, the the hello the part of it that impressed me that you're good. Go ahead. I know okay. when I say hello like that, it throws you off, and I'm sorry. I you apologize. Do. The uh, the part that impressed me the most was the environment. Um, yes, the millions and just, millions of triangles. Like, yes, I forgot that's what they said. Yeah, but it just looked it looked so photorealistic. Um, it really I mean, did look real. Like I yeah, I don't know how much better, you know, graphics in video games can get. I don't know what the next thing right. is because of how great they're beginning to look. But this showed that they can squeeze, you know, something more to it. And it it, it really, I don't know who the, the character, I don't know if this was a game or just a demo. It probably was just a demo, but I liked, I liked the, the, the character, which was a girl that they showed. I liked the use of light. I liked the use of environment that it showed off. Um, um, everything that it did was a perfect demo for what Unreal Engine 5 can be. So yeah, I was excited about it and we won't see things that are using it until 2021, but I'm sure that at that point we'll, we'll either we'll cover it or it'll be out there about the first game that's using it and how it looks. And it's, it's probably going to be a, uh, you know, a groundbreaking situation that happens, but we'll see. I'm I'm excited. I hope the, I hope the game actually exists what they show yeah because it, it looks it it's like tomb raider versus it's tomb raider with superman elements to it it just looked fantastic Dude. when she jumped I want, off I, and I'm flew that game is real she jumped off and flew but not like with a cape or wings but had that right. that whatever she had that kind of gave her flight <laughs> i was like oh my god i gotta play this game <laughs> gotta play it if you want john i'll read the next one and then you can read all about that big long one do do it all right so uh continue with ps5 um news uh delay rumors have been addressed uh sony has stated that playstation 5 and software remains on track for holiday 2020 quote although factors such as employees working from home and restriction on internal travel sorry international travel have presented some challenges in regards to Part of the testing process and the qualification of production lines, longest sentence ever, development is still progressing. That I, That's actually the end of the sentence. At this point in time, major problems have not arisen in the game software development pipeline for Sony's own first-party studios or its partners' studios, end quote. That's great, because that would possibly have also affected not only um, Last of Us 2, but the next game that John's going to talk about. Mm. John? Ghost of Shushimi. Yes. Mm. Give it to me Give now. me this game. Give it to me uh, now. At, at, <laughs> at, this, at this point, John, um, if I had to choose between Last of Us Part 2 and this, I'd choose this. I would too. Sony, Sony and Sucker Punch released a slew of details surrounding its upcoming release in July of Ghost of Tsushima, which tells the story of Jin Sakai, I think that's how you say it, during the first Mongol invasion. We know... <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> we now know many details about the game yes uh navigating is done using the guiding wind which um if you haven't seen this you need to check out this uh video demo picking spots on the map will lead to a guiding wind that will lead you to its location sean this reminded me of the wind waker where yes. you could change the trajectory of the wind yes even though it's not exactly like that it just reminded me of it Yes, and I like that idea of navigating the world. So um, players have a horse, of course. 
that you can call as needed. A Mongol-controlled farm is shown with objectives like rescuing hostages. Foxes will guide Jin to shrines around the island of Tsushima. Shrines grant upgrade abilities. And you can travel. And, and you can fat. pet the foxes. What? And you can pet the foxes. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fast travel will be available. Yeah, John. Um, I know. I know. Sean cares about that a lot. Um, every this got me because this could mean something. Every strike must count. Yeah. Um, which sort of reminds me of the idea, I know. Or the concept behind. Uh, I know. And if it is, I'm upgrade. dude. It's gonna devastate me if it does. Yeah. It doesn't. They did not show it to to appear to be like Sekiro or combat looked awesome. Yes. Um, and, and especially that wouldn't be the case if, wait, let's, you're going to, yeah, you're going to talk about one of your last bullets. Oh yeah. Yeah. Players uh, parry enemies and doing so at the last possible moment will open them up to attacks, change combat stances to inflict the most damage on enemies. This, this I'm really looking forward to explore. Um, stealth is available in the game. Distractions include firecrackers, and you can assassinate multiple enemies before being spotted. The Mongols will learn to fear the ghost. Uh, and, of course, character customizations will be very deep and, yeah. and uh, vari uh, variable. Yeah, the, the whole the whole part about stealth makes me think that it can't be like Sekiro. Even though I understand Sekiro had a moment where if you if you got the you know, the jump on an enemy, you could one shot, kill them type thing. Mm -hmm. I just, right. I just think that it, the game doesn't need to be that kind of game. No, you're right. Because Sekiro is a linear basic combat. This it's too layered to punish a player for combat. You yeah. Know, there's, uh, there's too much to enjoy too much to do in this game to really just make, <laughs> Uh, combat super stopgap. One of my favorite streamers is, and I've mentioned before, and if you remember, his name's Soda Poppin. And Soda Poppin <laughs> watched the uh, the video of this, <laughs> and I forgot exactly what he said, but it was to the extent, you know, there's a cape that the uh, character has on um, Jen, and and the cape is blowing in the wind a lot. Well, Jen went into a closed environment and the cape was still going bananas. <laughs> so, uh, soda, um, soda pop. That it. makes me happy. Yeah. Soda I'm pop and said, uh, all right, the cape has to calm down or something along those lines, but it's, <laughs> it was hilarious because the cape at that point, if you were watching was blowing r ridiculous in this closed room, it was hilarious, but there is, I mean, there's a lot of explora uh, exploration you can do. And I don't know. I just, I feel like it's going to be more of a, I don't know, like an Uncharted for Samurai type game versus a, you know, like Sekiro Samurai type game. To me, it was very, I don't know, it just, it had a lot of, um, a lot of it had a lot of Breath of the Wild vibes to it. Um, <laughs> you just did it again. <laughs> did I? <laughs> you, listen, you can't help it, sweetheart. It is technology not being nice to us today for whatever reason. And that's fine. I'm going to talk to you about well, saying F it. Well, Get Sean, I can tell you what really helps is you bringing it up every time. <laughs> I know. It's going to make it <laughs> hilarious. But listen. It has a, it has a great impact. I was going to ask you, I'm like, look, do I just wear a mask to your house and we go upstairs and, and do the thing? Uh, we'll talk about it. I don't think it. you could do it. 
<laughs> Why you think Clarissa will be like, nah, bruh. Hello. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. Well, is <laughs> did it again. Listen, is is the is the upstairs connected to the house or like away from the house? Away from the house. So internet's gonna be very spotty. Um I gotta get um Okay. A booster for, for that. So uh, that's going to be. Oh, or you could just be a G and run the longest um, <laughs> internet wire up there. And you, you actually could fashion it up to where it's not, you know, bootleg. If you, if you truly wanted to, but you know, that would be fun. Yeah, it would be fun. Um, unlike the impact of COVID, John. <laughs> nice. Xbox boss, Philip J. Spencer, the third junior. Um, states that while schedules are looking good for current games, um, you probably will see the full impact of the virus in 2021. And this is due to many studios stopping work entirely during COVID-19. Spencer specifically refers to the motion capture and audio recording work required for many of the games. Quote, if you had all animation captured and you're doing touch up and more uh, individual art production and in areas like textures and other things, you're a better you're in a better position. If you're waiting for a lot of either large audio work or mocap, which is short for motion capture, you're held up right now and you're making progress in areas that you are, end quote. And I think he's right. Um it'll it won't be like a right now thing because the things we're seeing right now we're kind of already in production. It's gonna be the things that started later that, you know, like he says, stopped and then now is it a thing where they got to start back over? Where do you pick up? You know, are we going to have games to cover? Is weekly game chat going to turn into weekly PC chat on whatever game we played on Steam? I don't know. We'll see. John? Yeah, it's it, it's 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 kind of like pairing with... Um, it makes you realize that what PlayStation's actually saying is we there's no delay because we already got this stuff done. Now, it, you know... The next Uncharted, you know that's 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 not coming out till twenty twenty eight. So, do you think we're gonna have? A, do you think we're gonna have another one? Oh sure. I mean, because they not tied by, it up. They tied it up Dawn. nice. I don't know. I don't. Well, I don't you know, if anybody, not, if anybody other than Naughty Dog does it, man, will it be a will it be a true one? It's gonna be as we well, sure. The heck with Naughty Dog. I don't care about them. You do. <laughs> you do. You just don't like I'm how not, the media loves them. Um, no. Imagine this. Imagine this. A game with an amazing story and characters, but also a great shooter. Yeah. Last of Us. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, that's fantastic. No, I think they're planning an Uncharted 5. It's going to be his daughter. Yeah, and it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Two things. Listen, we, we probably shouldn't we probably should not tease our audience about these sorts of sorts of things. Well, unlike <laughs> Ubisoft who teach, who's teasing another game, Sean. Yeah. In fact, Ubisoft indicated that it would release five triple a games within the next fiscal year. Fiscal. Or, or as Sean, uh, Chris would say physical. Yeah. He's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> Ubisoft <laughs> has also announced plans for Assassin's Creed, Watchdogs Legion, Gods and Monsters, and Rainbow Six Quarantine. Hmm. Ironic title. Right. 
The fifth game is promised to be a title from, quote, a yet-to-be-announced franchise. Ubisoft Ubisoft did not explain further, but many believe it is time for a new entry in the mainline Far Cry franchise. John, as as would have it, would love to see a Far Cry Primal 2. So would Sean. So would Sean. Yeah. Uh, This does beg the question, where the heck is Skull and Bones? Skull and Bones! That's not a franchise, unless you count it in the Assassin's Creed franchise right i i i I don't know i'm worried about that game i am too because i'm telling you the the improvements that sea of thieves made Mm -hmm. i I think that if they don't bring the you know the funk with skull and bones people aren't going to play it nice i'm telling you sea of thieves has done something john it's legit now i'm just saying I'm just saying. Bro. I actually, I actually logged into it last week and um, realized that I, I was expecting to just because I was playing it on PC, just create a new character, but it it threw my old character in. So that uh, sucks. Oh, I mean, it's fine. I I barely started it. So listen, dude, there's so much to do that we actually need to do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it together. Yeah, well, I didn't. I, I, I it would help to have you there because I really didn't know where to begin. <laughs> listen. It's going to take time. It's going to be, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was throwing in a, it's going to be Sea of Thieves 2.0. Yeah. See, we, great minds, right? The reason we did that, ladies and gentlemen, is because the next news article is called Anthem 2.0 will take time. And notice I told John that would take time. And John, what did you say? <laughs> Just read it. <laughs> <laughs> Bioware has issued an update regarding its upcoming overhaul to Anthem which John is rooting for, and so am I. The updates are still in the incubation period and that the creation of a new version of the game will be a longer process. Yeah. In a recent blog post, Christian Daly, project lead, outlined the process for its 30-member team. We're starting to validate our design hypotheses. Hypotheses. We're going back and experimenting slash prototyping to improve on the areas where we believe we fell short and to leverage everything that you love currently about Anthem. Um, The team is small, but the whole point of this is to take our time and go back to the drawing board. A small team gives us the agility a larger one cannot afford. Stay tuned as we kick kick this off, and we hope to see slash hear from you as we go on this journey stronger together. (laughs) I'm worried about Anthem 2.0. Uh, no, I'm 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 actually I know I know, I'm not. I and I was it so bad you had to go back to a, a like a, like redesign experimental stage, man. The way I think of it, like Fallout seventy six, they're they're basically adding on marble staircases, you know, really nice features, but they're adding it onto a trash can. So it's not, it's, it's like, it's like stacking brand new, fancy, flashy systems onto an already broken experience. So while you can appreciate what Fallout 76 is doing and it has its fans and I'm excited to eventually get, get to play it at some point. I like the fact that Anthem 2.0 is, is like it says, it's, it's definitely, it's taking its time where I don't, I I don't expect to see it even mentioned until 2021 again possibly i think that's that's okay because it's out of sight out of mind where people can actually come back to it 
yeah. sequel. Uh, you, you can, I, I think, I think it could be more successful that way. Maybe. I mean, like I said, I can't help but think about Final Fantasy 14 when it launched versus the sure. Final Fantasy that we have now, 14 online. They literally, in the game, blew up the world they were in because they were giving you a new, a new world, a new thing. That was really right. cool. If Anthem can, and again, it's not an online multiplayer thing, all that, but if they can pull off a, a thing where they can show a reset and it fits in, in the game and you know what you're getting, uh, it could be, it, people were so excited, and we've said this a thousand times about Anthem, so excited about it. If they can regenerate that hype, they're going to be in a good place to at least come off of the platform and get the game into people's hands, and hopefully they do it right and they keep us you know, glued. Yeah. Either way, I'm 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 excited to see what they come out with because I, I I've said this so many times. I think I think the basic um, nuts and bolts of this Ooh. game are solid, and I I just I want to see this. I want to see something like this, which I don't think I think the concept and the idea we've never seen in a game. It just didn't work. And I just want something like this to be successful and to work. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't I don't mean to say I don't know. I was typing something or clicking on something, but I want it to work. So let's 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 hope it pulls what John says. Let's hope it tucks away. We don't hear from it, out of sight, out of mind, and it comes back and we all can't wait to play it, because that'll be good, I think, for the video game world. Silky smooth. Silky smooth. John, we have now approached <clears throat> our final news story of the week. <gasps> Do I have to say it? No, no. I mean, if unless you just want to. Doesn't feel right. I don't I don't I don't like I mean I, I think we gotta do our own thing. We just say like like I just did. If if I'm gonna read final news story, you say, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to our final news story nice. of the week. And if you're going to read it, I say it. All right. So like I just did. Go. So Super Smash Bros. Oh, just, it has been removed no, no, read, from Evo. Do, do that voice and then read it all like you typed it. What? You said Super Smash Bros. Removed from Super Evo. Smash Bros. <laughs> Smash Bros. is missing from the roster for the Evo tournament. Evo Online will replace the physical competition this year due to COVID-19 pandemic smash is a staple of evo and the reason cited is can you guess sean well i have the answer in front of me but if i didn't <laughs> i still would have said you still would have known yes say it. it is due to online connectivity <laughs> issues that nintendo's platforms are notorious for and i you know in a sense i'm wondering if something like this sean might wake them up finally because smash brothers at Evo is a huge staple at the event. It's like the it's it's the number one competition virtually every year, and it's a great advertisement for for the series. And I just I just, I just I'm just wondering if you know the, the execs at Nintendo going, gosh, we really got to fix this online problem, you know. So this is what true. A shocker. What a shocker! So what's not a shocker is that we are now done with news. And one mask, sorry, one must, Jesus Christ, one must ask the question. You ready to wrap this up, John? Just to be safe. Never.
I don't think from one week to one week I've done that exactly the same, which makes it to me hilarious. Well, Sean, if you're interested in writing to us, you can do so at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com, just like Philip did. Yo, Sean and John. What's up, Philip? It might be Philippe if he's from Philippe. from Sweden. Sweden. I'm a twenty seventh year old I'm a twenty sorry, I'm a twenty seven year old musician from Sweden. So here's my story of finding the Weekly Games Chat podcast. I found the Weekly Games Chat podcast during the summer of 2017 <laughs> when I was... Am I going out again? No, no, I'm laughing because I'm reading ahead. Sorry, John. <laughs> when I was researching whether I should buy an Xbox or PlayStation, why would anyone even want to game on a PC? Am I right, Sean? Uh-oh. <laughs> after listening to half an intro i decided that maybe this wasn't anything for me three dudes making <clears throat> richard jokes and not really talking about the topic that i was interested in the ps4 coincidence I, I was listening again after trying a couple of different podcasts and i noticed that i really appreciated the laid-back style of the podcast especially after listening to a lot of not so relaxed podcasts so I finished, oh yeah. yes I did, the episode about the PlayStation 4 Pro, and I just went on listening to the episodes leading up to the current date at the time, and some earlier ones as well. I think the PlayStation 4 Pro episode was your 67th episode, so I've roughly listened to 200 episodes now, and I still enjoy the Richard jokes a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah, at some point, I mean, it was it was probably not a bad idea that, you know, we do kind of at some point in that intro say this is just the intro where we're shooting, you know, shooting jabs and making fun and just catching up, you know, yeah. but thank God you listened. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and sorry, this next sorry, part uh, makes me Philippe. very happy. I'm sorry, Philippe. We haven't matured much over the years, but uh, during the uh, years I've introduced friends to your channel, I've left five star ratings on Apple podcasts. Thank you very much. And I'm still following you on every platform that I use just the same just a shame that you missed uh that you failed to mention me during every shout out but don't worry i'm way past that now have shout you out sh to you philip shout out to philip where i wonder if during the reviews he left his name and we just didn't quite catch that it was but like Maybe. legit you have you you set standards for how we um we appreciate our listeners one they're loyal they listen to us we do everything in the world for you. We appreciate you. And then you go out and you give us five star reviews so other people can find other people can find us. And man, I, I cannot speak enough on how much I appreciate that, man. You were you were awesome from Sweden. <laughs> First feeling I got when you guys announced that Chris was leaving was fear. I realized how much you guys have become a part of my weekly life. I've laughed so much together with you guys during the years. I felt fear because I was so afraid to lose that part of my weekly life. Funny how a podcast can become that important to you. Listening to that video message you got during Chris's last episode made me cry and realize how much I could relate to what he was saying. It was also then I decided to write to you guys. Yeah, man. We, got, wanted... we got the tears too, man. Yeah. I wanted to say that I'm so happy to hear that you both will continue releasing episodes. Really look forward to see what you'll do with the podcast. I have no doubt that it'll be great. Well, <laughs> he's been listening. What is it? Two episodes. <laughs> You're like, what is this show? Unsubscribe. I'll be listening. One star. For as long... <laughs> I'll be listening for as long as you guys are broadcasting. Love you guys. Take care and good luck. Thank you so much for that email and for 
um, listening, and I'm going to give you a shout out every week from from now on just to make up for it. You probably should put a uh, reminder on your phone because you're going to forget, and then Philip's going to hate you. <laughs> All the way in Sweden. How cool is it that he listens in Sweden? I, 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 it's crazy. I, I say that a lot off air, and maybe I've said it a few times on air. It really rocks me, like in the good way, when we hear that we have listeners in Sweden, Australia, England, yeah, Oklahoma, Texas. It's like, geez, I mean, that is, it's crazy to think. John and I are introduced as guests on a show in a hot apartment building, and it's turned into <laughs> what it is now. John, <laughs> and remember, dumped it in our lap. <laughs> do you remember how hot that apartment was? Oh, geez. Yeah, but he does have some PSs, like four of them, he, or maybe even five that, oh, he, yeah. that he wants to give I should scroll you. down. My bad. Yeah. Uh, P.S. I went on and bought the PS4 Pro, by the way. It's great. Um, PS2, Sean, please pay Horizon Zero Dawn. Please, just do it, okay? Uh, PS3, I was really close to a mailing... E- a mailing? I was... <laughs> <laughs> I was really close to emailing you guys back at the controversy um, and telling you that I love how you always stand up for your opinion. Really like that a lot. I know what he's talking about. Um, thank you for that. PS4, Sean, I love your humor. That episode when you were writing solo, great stuff. Thank you, sir. I was a right. nervous wreck. <laughs> but And finally, PS5. Okay, last one. I don't think that I'm alone with thinking that it would be cool to have a, an episode when you guys reintroduce yourself and the podcast history and do a brief re- recap of what's been up during the recent years. It would be awesome. Sean, play Horizon Zero Dawn. Bye. <laughs> oh, there's so much I want to tell you guys. Tease. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell oh, me. No one to hear it. Just tell me right now, Sean. They won't hear it. But uh, thank you so much. Sir, uh, Philip, Philippe, all the way from Sweden. Um, we, I, I just simply love getting emails from you guys. And thank you. I know it's busy, you know, with everything going on. And I love that you guys take the time to do that. And just like John said, if you want to write into the show, it's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That should not be changing. But if you um, prefer like something like Twitter, I'm about to read what I can from Twitter. And you can get in touch with us there. Again, that's also at weeklygameschat.com on the Twitter. Let's see if we have any mentions first. Um, Oh, I did put out, um, I don't know if you saw it, John, a, uh, a picture about how beautiful the weather was. Um, and it was a really pretty day. I said, uh, the weather was beautiful and it was, I think Saturday I had to do things outside. I had to, and I found out that, uh, let's see, was it, um, Drobin was going to go get some food <laughs> and I ended yeah. up, I ended up going and having a steak that night at a public restaurant and sat in it, John nervously. Did you really? Yes. Um, but we heard on the radio that the restaurant was open and, and was really doing, um, really precaution, precautionary things to make sure that, you know, you wouldn't like catch Corona and die eating there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Nat, the gooner put up a tent in his garden and he shared a picture, which, it was very cool because I realized that that's a tent that's in England and we got to see it. So that was very cool. I also on my DJ Twitter page there, or my, I should just say the Yeah. I'll say it like that. Um, that's where I post more of my like personal stuff and the house the other day, John smelled like strawberries and, and cake. 
which only meant that it was strawberry cupcakes. So, uh, Oh yeah, I saw that. Those were, those were like out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, David McClendon shared with us that, uh, Soshima, Soshima, apparently, um, there was a big Nintendo announcement. He shared us something, um, cause you know, the new paper Mario was holy moly. You forgot that. I know. I totally forgot that. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we'll, 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 you, and you were in a pickle this week, but he yeah, it was a bit of a rush. Um, he says that this link. So if you see the link that he put out there, it's apparently starts at 1511 in case his timestamp doesn't work. Um, and this is from a YouTuber, I think. So that's pretty cool. Um, we were excited about the, uh, ghost of Tsushima thing that went out. There was a lot of talk on there about it. I don't think I have anything else. Let me double check. Uh, no, that looks good. That looks good. What's the day's date? The 18th. So that's good. Let's see if we got any new follows. And as the phone refreshes, of course, it's just spinning in a circle. Cause why would it, does it not know that we have, um, yeah, we're good. We have no new followers. I think I followed everybody back. We're good. Uh, um, that I think we're good, John. I start, I'm starting to mumble and ramble and my stomach's <laughs> growling, which by the way, the wife, uh, went and ate the, the Chick-fil-A without me. So I have no food. Oh, this would be, the, this would be the perfect night to go have Chipotle or something together. Just sit in the oh parking lot, get it to go. <laughs> I'll meet you there, dude. How good would a bowl be, dude? My God, have you have you had a bowl yet? No, I think Chris has That's had not. some Chipotle to go. I hate Chris. I can't stand him. Good riddance. <laughs> But um, I think that's gonna plus do he, it. Plus he, plus, he stinks at video games. He's not good, dude. He's not good. He's not. And the things happening to him, like it does for all of us, the older we got, uh, we got to find our lane. You know, we got to find what we're good at now. Because I used to be good at a lot of things, or at least okay. I get worked at Call of Duty now. I'm I'm iffy on beat 'em up fighter games. <laughs> Oh Lord. Can I just have easy modes, please? Can I just have easy modes? But, um, as John and I talked in the beginning, this was episode 257, which is purely insane. Um, it's the second episode of the new weekly game chat, which now just features the two coolest people of the previous three, which that's John and myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, if you like the show, you make sure that you subscribe to all the places you can. Um, we do post a, or we intend to post a new episode every Wednesday for your listening enjoyment. Hopefully you have really good headphones to hear how good John sounds this week. He sounds better. Um, we, <laughs> we did have some robotic issues again, but that is just the interwebs and we're going to, we're going to work on some things for that. But, um, thanks for following us on all of our socials. Um, we love hearing from you guys and gals out there. And, uh, I think as we approach, one hour and 44 minutes. I think I'm good to go. John, have I missed anything? John, I can't think of, I can't think of a thing. I can't think of a thing. <laughs> oh, Oh, I, Oh, one, one thing. Is this I like, a, so is this like the, um, you know, when they're doing video game things and they go, or like Nintendo says, Oh, and we have one more thing. <laughs> and yours is not, you know, Metroid prime four. Yours is I hate you. You see, you see the drop off there from mm-hmm. nin- from Nintendo. 
Nintendo. Nintendo. Uh, John, let's play some Streets of Rage. I don't have to edit the show till like tomorrow. But they're like, <laughs> nice. what? It's Wednesday. I love when we do that. When we when we talk as the current day, but also bring in the day they hear us. I love doing that. Does that make sense? Does anything make sense? It never makes sense. I do have some bad news. Um, more than likely, you won't hear Tinley this week. If you Aww. if you listened last week, um, at the very end of the outro music, she came in the room and she was able to to record. What I got to do is record her vocal. So if she's not here, I can just plug it in and it'd be good to go. You know what I mean? And I didn't do that last week. I may try to go capture it, but there's music behind it. Mm-hmm. So she's uh, she's over at the wife's best friend's house and they're doing the business thing they do on the Facebook. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah, so nothing. I, she actually peeked her head in. I feel bad now during the recording. And she's like, hey, she was telling me she's leaving. And I thought she was wanting to see if it was her time yet. So I said, no, it's not your time yet. And she kind of looked at me funny. Well, she loves her daddy. Well, no, she was probably like, I was trying to tell you bye. Why are you telling me it's not your time yet? But uh, by the time you hear this, she will have a uh, had had a birthday. And hopefully we take her to um, or hopefully the strawberry patch experience. Yeah, the patch, John. Hopefully that turns out to be okay and the weather treats us right. She loves strawberries. And uh, thank you. If anybody listens that knows me personally and sent her a gift I don't know how many of you there are, but thank you because she got a lot in the mail and she has no clue about it or she will have a clue about it by the time you hear this. But, you know, my baby's growing up, John. Mm-hmm. She's getting old, man. <laughs> but uh, I think that's it, man. That's it. I'm pushing the stop button. That's it. You better say something if you want to say it because this is it. This is you can't. <laughs> Sean, you can't do that. There's a thing you do. You, say, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you look I was at, hoping you forget. No, you look at John and you say, John, all I got to say now is, you know, game on, John. And then John says, game on, Johnny Bear. Or whatever you call me, because I call you Johnny Bear. And then we say the other things, right? Game on, Sean. Hey, game on, John. Peace out, everybody. Bug life.